The message you're about to listen to is by Reverend Dr. Femi Olale of Oikea Christian Center. Remain blessed as you listen. Amen. Amen. So grace is there's something called grace. All right, breakthrough. Look at them and say breakthrough. Hallelujah. Breakthrough. John 12, 23 to 24. First, I want you to know that it is uh, success, according to God's definition, is not the acquisition of material things. And success, according to God's definition, will never be mentioned or measured in terms of acquisition of material things. So, according to the world, the most successful man in the whole world is uh, Elon Musk. He says, what, 300 and something billion dollars. Glory to God. You understand? I say it was very successful. Some funny preachers, we won't go as far as saying he has understood kingdom wealth. <laughs> and stuff like that. All right? But see, success, according to God, is never going to be defined according to the terms. It will be defined according to his purpose. So, material things and resources are just tools on the earth to carry out God's agenda and his purposes. Because the invisible things are always more important, more sacred, and of more priority than the visible. Now, in this teaching series called Breakthrough, what we are going to be focusing on is, uh, we're going to be focusing on how to bring into the visible all we are in the invisible. Praise God. Because we've taught you in Christ's realities, we've taught you you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We've taught you that the Holy Ghost is in you and is upon you. Praise God. We've taught you all of those things. So we now have to teach you, all right, how can you live in the realities of that which is within you? Praise God. The Bible lets us know that man is a spirit that has a soul and lives in the body. Look at 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5 and verse 22. Can we turn in there? Man is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives in a body. Okay? Follow this teaching. We're going to get somewhere um, very, very soon. All right? It says there quickly. Are we there? Who is on the scriptures? 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 22. Praise God. Are you guys there? Can we read? One, two, what does it say? Abstain from all appearance of what? All right, next verse. It says what? And the very God of peace sanctify you what? Holy. And I pray God your what? Whole spirit and what? Soul and what? Body. Be preserved what? Blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Notice it. Look at it. It says your whole what? Spirit and soul and body be preserved what? Blameless. So man is spirit, soul and body. Glory to God. Man is spirit, soul and body. Say with me man. Louder, come on, man. His spirit, soul, and body. Say, I am a spirit. Say it louder. I am a spirit. I have a soul. I live in a body. All right, very, very important. You are not your soul. You are not your body. You are a spirit that has a soul and lives in a body. Let's look at other scriptures. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. Hebrews 4 and verse 12. Bible says, therefore, the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two edged sword. Everybody read the next verse. Peace piercing, even though the designing asunder of what? Soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a what? Designer of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Notice it says, dividing asunder of soul and spirit, that is, all right, spirit and soul, joints and marrow refers to the body. So you find that classification of man as a trapezoid being, which means there are three dimensions in a man. There is a spirit dimension, the soulish dimension, and the body or physical dimension. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27. In this, Paul begins to show us that there is an eye in the man. There is an unseen aspect of the man. The invisible man, so to speak. In 1 Corinthians 9, 27, it says, But I keep under my body. So who is this I that keeps under his body? That's the spirit. 
He said, but I keep under my body and bring it into what? Subjection. Notice, if you are bringing your body into subjection, it therefore means that your body wants to rebel. Your body wants to do things that your body should not be doing. Praise God. Praise God. But we now also see that the part of you that brings your body into subjection is your spirit. So he says, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection so for example maybe a sister you watch on instagram and you see some sisters or something doing some funny things maybe someone come on instagram and is whining their waist seductively then you two look at it and, ah which i can do this now your body is already moving like this you, you know what i'm talking about your body's moving like this ah, maybe i should just do snapchat thing and just just make a video of myself you know and just put it your spirit man brings that desire to show off under subjection. Are you paying attention? Are you paying attention? Because I, I want to take you somewhere. Okay? Because we have a lot of uncontrolled flesh in the body of Christ today. Because folks are not working in the identity of their true selves. Who they really are. And are not allowing who they really are have dominion in their being. Paul says, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection. Notice your body is a it, but your spirit is the I. Notice that? Your body is what? An it. But your spirit is an I. It's an I. So your, your spirit is one that has personality. Your body does not have personality. Which means your body does what you want your body to do. As we are going to let us see, there are two forces at work in your body. Flesh and spirit. Alright, two natures that might be permitted to be animated through your body, flesh and spirit. Hallelujah. He said, but I, that's the person, that's the person with personality. I keep under my body and bring it into subjection. So your body cannot keep itself under. There is an I, a person, alright, a personality, alright, that keeps your body under. So effectively man is a spirit. That has a soul and lives in a body. So we cannot define man by his body. We cannot define man by his soul. We define man by his what? By his spirit. So a sinner is a sinner where? Is he in his body? No. A sinner is a sinner first and foremost where? In his spirit. A man is unclean in his body? No. In his spirit. So the definitions that are eternal about man is in his spirit. Not in the flesh. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Glory to God. Now, let us even start by looking at the body. Because if you do not have an, a proper understanding of your body and what your body is, there are certain limitations you are going to have. Pay attention to what I'm telling you. You are certain limitations you're going to have. You're going to have limitations in the flow of the things of the spirit. You are going to have limitations in your in the flow of the gifts of the spirit. You are going to have limitations in the place of prayer. Praise God. Then you are going to have limitations in walking in the spirit. Because if you think, or you when we say uh, walk in the spirit, if you do not understand the body, you will not understand what it means to walk in the spirit. If you don't understand the body, you will not have understand what it means to carry a consciousness of the presence of God. If you do not understand the body, you will not understand how to walk in holiness and practicing the fear of God. You will not understand it. So you have to have a proper understanding of what your body is, praise God, and what it represents. Is your body evil? Is your body good? Glory to God. How are you supposed to conduct your affairs in your body? Amen. The first thing you need to know is that your body is your earthly tabernacle. Second Peter chapter 1. What does that mean? Your body, this body that you have, you have it because you are on the earth. The moment you, it's time for you to leave this earth, you will not need that body anymore. So this body, you are only going to have it as long as you are on this earth. Amen. In the resurrection, there is another body we are going to wear. Praise God. But as far as we are on this earth, we are going to wear what? This body. So that means our bodies are like a suit. Amen. They are what? A suit. It is not who we are. Look at 2 Peter 1 13. 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 13. He says, Peter saying, He says, Yeah, I think it meets. Look at it. As long as I am where? 
in this tabernacle to stir you up by putting you in remembrance. As long as I am in this tabernacle, that is his body. So that means there is a time period for him to be in that tabernacle. After some time, he will what? Leave that tabernacle. So that is why you see, for a Christian, Christians don't die. Oh, glory to God. Amen? Christians, those guys, when God is talking about a Christian and talking about death, he doesn't say the man died. No. The man put off his tabernacle. The man transited. Glory to God. He transited. He put off his tabernacle. It's like, and when I get to him, I'm going to remove this suit. Praise God. When a man goes to heaven, living earth, what he does, does is that he takes off this suit. Hallelujah. Amen. And goes, all right, to a spiritual, uh, to a spiritual place called heaven. Amen. Now he says, yeah, I think it means as long as I am in this tabernacle to stir you up by putting you in remembrance. Next, verse 14. What does he say? He says, knowing that what? Shortly, I must put what? This my tabernacle. Even as our Lord Jesus Christ has what? Showed me. Notice he didn't say, knowing that shortly I will die. Praise God. So that means the body is a tabernacle. It's a house. It is a physical abode for our spirit. Say aloud, my body. Talk to me now. My body. I want to say louder. My body is a physical house for my spirit. So your body houses your spirit. Hmm. Oh, glory to God. Your body houses what? So your body is not supernatural. Your body is natural. The part of you that is supernatural is your spirit. So your body is as supernatural as your spirit can what? Infuse supernatural energy into your body. Oh, come on now. Come on. Are you following what I'm saying? Is somebody with me? Aha. Uh -huh. Look at 2 Corinthians 5. And verse 1. So this is why we don't describe the Christian by the physical, by the flesh. So we don't describe the Christian as powerless. Because when we say, when people are trying to say this believer is powerless, what they are saying is that they are not seeing the evidence of power in his body. Are you seeing that? But see that power is in his spirit. When we say, we, we, don't, we, don't, we don't describe a Christian and say he is not holy. That description is based on the conduct and the behavior we are seeing we are in his body. But what is actually going on is that the verities and the beauty and the character of God that is in his spirit is trapped there. We are not seeing it in his body. So this teaching meeting, um, this teaching series, Breakthrough, all right, one of the things we are going to be looking at is how we can break out the inner man such that in the outer man we can see the beauty the character and the power of god that is in the inner man in the outer man such that the outer man wears the inner man as a garment oh glory to god like paul says in ephesians chapter 4 verse 24 he says put on the new man are you following put him on so when he's saying put him on he's saying allow the new man to be the one seen exteriorly let the outer disappear. Let's see the new. Amen. Second Corinthians 5 and verse 1. I need to be fast because of time. Are you with me so far? Now, can we want to go? It says, For we know that if our earthly house of what? This tabernacle. Okay, so what is our earthly house? That's our body. For if we know if our earthly house of this tabernacle, we are what? What do we have? We have a what? A building of God. And house not made with what? Eternal we are. So that means when, we, when a Christian dies, he doesn't die. He just puts off one suit and picks up another. Oh, glory to God. So I say when people die in the Lord, stop crying for them. They are not crying for you. You will see them again. You only cry if they're not, they, 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 didn't, they didn't sleep in Christ. Hallelujah. So say, my body, my body is my house. Is my house. Say it again, my body, my body is my house. I am not my body. Louder, I am not my body. So you see, 
man has the capacity to tap into three dimensions. So, your, your, with your spirit, you contact the spiritual realm. With your soul, you contact the soulish realm. And with your body, you contact what? You contact what? The physical realm. Then also, with your body, you can express the things of the spirit. With your body, you can express the things of what? Of the soul. So, for example, when you say, I feel like this. All right? That feel, what is going on, is that there is an expression, a manifestation of the state of your soul in your body. Are you with me so far? So, sometimes you feel angry. Is that correct? Your body is not angry. Anger is an emotion coming from your soul. Sometimes you feel lustful. Or you feel honey. Your body is not honey. It is from your, you understand? From your emotion. From your emotion. It's from the soul, soulish realm. Your spirit is not honey. Praise God. I can assure you when you get to heaven, you're not going to see Sister Maria. Say, Sister Maria, oh my God, man, she's hot, man. No. All those feelings, they die here. When I get to heaven, when I see my wife, all those feelings of, man, this baby is fine. It will just, nothing like that will enter my mind. Because all those things are from the soulish realm. From the, you know, the physical realm. Soulish and physical. You don't have any of those feelings in heaven. Praise God. So if you have, if you are planning to do any yemi, my lover in heaven, just forget it. It's not going to happen. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. So don't say things like, you and me, we are together forever. No, it's for now. For, for the earth. It's for now. Hallelujah. So I will be with you forever, Yemi, my lover. Forever. No, it's for now. So that's why in the marriage contract, they said what? Till death do us part. So that means it's a contract that ends where? <laughs> it's on it. In heaven, the contract is invalid. Glory to God. So that is why you must not, because of marriage, dishonor the Lord. Because after you have dishonored him here, you will go and explain when you meet him there. Amen. Amen. Hmm. I said that for the women. Because Africa, Africa is a terrible place and a wonderful place. It's a wonderful place in terms of it's a beautiful place, nice history and stuff. But you see, this software in Africa is defective. Do you know what I mean by the software? The reasoning. Especially marital reasoning. In Africa, if a woman is not married, something's wrong with her. She's not a success. She can look, a woman can become the president of this country. They will say, ah, if only God should just answer this marital. <laughs> if she buys a car and a house, they will say, ah, God blessed her with everything except. Praise God. So you know, have some women also just anything that is a man, anything is he a man. This was, you know, I'm a success. If he's not successful, I will, I will transfer the money to him. You know, just let me have a man so that I can be Mrs. See, cost mindset. Women, listen to me. Don't wait for one man to succeed. Succeed. Try fulfill your calling, fulfill your purpose. Any man that is threatened by it is not your husband. Don't reduce yourself for one man. Like this, okay, I'm believing God strongly that the next one is a daughter. So I can tell her these things 24 7. Yeah. Hallelujah. Reduce yourself for one man. Imagine you buy a woman buys a house, builds a house, everything. Then she now marries the man is now saying, hey, you see, for me to marry you, you need to give me your property. Go. <laughs> Go and build your own. Praise God. Like my wife will build, buys a car. Praise God. I will celebrate that. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Say, no, change it to my name, me. Some things should not come out of your mouth. As a man. Oh. 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 Kings don't talk like that. We don't have small minds. Hallelujah. No small minds. So the body of a man is not the man, but his house. A temporary abode on the earth. Glory to God. Now listen. Look at it. You know I'm telling you, teaching about the body. 
Now look at 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Ah, time is going. Verse 16. Over oh, 15. Quickly, let's be fast. Alright? 2 Corinthians 4, 16. 4, 15. We now see that after the Bible talks about spirit, soul, body, you know we've started talking about the body. We now find that the Bible now goes on to divide man into two. Outer man and inner man. Alright? Showing you that there is an aspect of man you can see. Then there's a, an aspect of man you what? You cannot see. So, when I'm looking at you, I'm looking at you from outside, praise God, I cannot see inside. What you, how I'm going to know what is inside you is from what you manifest in this body, outside you. Praise God. So, Jesus Christ said, by their fruits you shall what? Know them. So, Jesus is saying that by what they manifest in their body, you will be able to tell of what kind they are. Amen. So, you have, for all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through the, the thanksgiving of many return down to the glory of God. Next verse, 16. For which cause we faint not. Everybody read, it says what? For though our what? Talk to me. Our what? Outward man perish, yet the what? Inward man is renewed what? Day by day. The inward man is renewed. So, there is an inward man then there is an outward man notice that paul says though the outward man is perishing though the outward man is in prison the inward man is getting better so there is a difference between the outward man and the word the inward man glory to god now the inward man is not the same as the outward man now for the man in christ certain things have happened to the inward man Number one, the inward man has been born of the Spirit of God. So, for the natural man or for the man who is not saved, his body is the house of his spirit. But for the man who is born again, his body is the temple of the spirit. There is a difference between house and temple. They are not the same. Praise God. A house is where a man dwells. A temple is where a God dwells. A house is not sacred. A temple is sacred. In a house, worship may not go on there. In a temple, worship goes on there. The purpose of a house is for dwelling. The purpose of a temple is for worship. So, when God says you are, because we're going to get there. So, he says your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. We will come to that one. Because when you have a consciousness that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, then you will know that your body is not for fornication. Praise God. Look at me. It is why when you commit sexual sin, those of you that have, you know, experience in that, and God, you are enjoying God's forgiveness, praise God. And I know some people are struggling in some areas here, as the Lord told me, and it's normal, don't worry, you, God, God will help you out of it, amen. Now, it's why it's only when you permit sexual sin, alright, there is this discomfort you feel inside you. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, everybody was hurt. <laughs> ah! Church people... Church people, they, they say, Pastor, just move on, move on. Let's just, let's just go away from this example. Let's just flow. <laughs> let's just go. Let's just move on. <laughs> That's why you feel that way. You feel your spirit is grieved. Why is it grieved? Because your spirit is saying that is not what this body is for. This body is a temple. It's a place for worship. You understand? It is a place for fulfilling divine purpose. Praise God. Fornication is not divine purpose. Fornication is not worship. This is not what this body is for. So there is a grieving in your spirit. Glory to God. Glory to God. For the man who is not born again, they won't be grieving. It's not my parole. Glory to God. And if you are here and say, Pastor, there's nothing there now. It's not just fornication. Brothers and sisters, the problem is that you're not born again. Glory to God. This, your, your spirit grieving when you sin is one of the clearest indications that you have been born again. One of the clearest indications of the new birth is that grief when you sin. Godly sorrow. That's what the Bible calls it. You sorrow. Oh, what have I done? Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, no. No, 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 no. I should walk in dominion over this. No, no. I'm not a slave of this thing. No. 
that godly sorrow is one of the clearest indications that you are born again hallelujah i said i said hallelujah yeah, I've seen some woke people saying, no, no, you say this religious people, religious people, you know, they're religious about sex. There's nothing there. All right. There's nothing there. If me, if I'm if I if I have a babe and I love her and she loves me, we can we can show that love in sex. We don't have to be married. You know, all these things is <laughs> I always when I see all those people, I was like, wow, this you know, wonderful. This wokeness, wokeism. Ah, woke, woke, wokey, wokey, <laughs> enlightened individual. Those who know more than God, the ones that coach God. You see, when God was uh, before the time began, they were with God. They were so they were having philosophical conversations with God. So when God said one thing, they were saying, "No, God, it's not like that." Yes, I'm a wokey. <laughs> They're all over Twitter, Instagram. They are woke. Praise God. I saw one. He said, if a lady be, goes to church every Sunday, I can't marry. I can't marry her. I said, we will not marry you. Yes. We will marry you. You are the one I've been warning them about. <laughs> Amen. If you bring that kind of man to this, to this and say, Pastor, this is the love of my life and so on. And I just, I detect him in the spirit. I was telling one of uh, my daughter's mom yesterday. I said, there are some people like that. They will bring some, someone, you know, my way. If you like, after I've said this one, don't bring your bad boyfriend for me to this thing. That's your problem. If you bring someone like that, I just feel this one is wrong for you. I would not be smiling. I've learned not to tell you, ah, it's not the one. Because I know you will not come to church. Mm. Because I'm alive. It's not in your brain because of love. <laughs> Is <laughs> Amala that is it now? They've already rule. You know what they rule, Amala? They've ruled it already. You know, I'll just go to my closet. Father, in the name of Jesus, this is the wrong way. Father, for the sake of the kingdom, scatter in the name of Jesus. Scatter it. Man, katalabaye. We talk in tongues about it. Rebo, shatter. A white wind from heaven scatters this thing. Hallelujah. The light of God shines and reveals. So the, the, that person will now show himself. Maybe one day you are arguing and he tears you slap. Why? The slap that's supposed to receive in marriage, he gives it to you now so that your eye will clear. So you know there's, there are different kinds of slaps. There are slaps that clear the eye. Pa, your eye open. Ah, Father Lord, I can now see. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> All right. So, the inward man is born again. Look at John 3 and verse 3 to 6. The Bible says that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. So, the inward man is born again. First Peter chapter 1 verse 23. It says, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of what? Incorruptible seed by the word of God that liveth and abideth forever. So, the part of you, that inward man, the spirit of man is born again. He's not a corruptible man. So, what is in this inward man? Praise God. Alright? What is in the inward man? The power of God is in the inward man. Acts 1.8 But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is what? Come upon you. So that means your spirit man is the product of power. The resurrection power. That power that raised Jesus from the dead. Alright? That your spirit man came out of the womb of resurrection. That's who your spirit man is. Glory to God. Glory to God. Paul, in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17, he said that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened, that you may know the exceeding greatness of his power at work in you. Praise God. Then he now says that that power at work in you is the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. So the power of resurrection is at work in you. Not only that. The power by which Jesus ascended to the right hand of the Father is at work in you. That's a power present. It's working in you. Energy. So that power is working. It's present in your spirit. At any time, you can call from the power inside you. Praise God. So that's why many times, when you want to pray about the power of God, you, you, don't, say, you don't say things like, Holy Ghost from heaven, come down. Give me songs where they call fire power from heaven, come down. Um, song, give me a song. I forgot. I don't sing those songs anymore. Uh -huh. Send down power, Holy Ghost power. Send down power again, Holy Ghost. Call Holy Ghost from heaven, come down. Holy Ghost from heaven, come down. Listen, you don't sing songs like that anymore. 
this is how when you want to call for power this is how you do it you say i take from within i put upon i take power from within i put upon i draw power from him i suck it out from within in the name of jesus you understand hallelujah i put on power in the name of the lord jesus when you want to minister the power to people, he's not saying Holy Ghost fire from heaven come now. You see, now you can come fire from it to see happen. But you see, you have to show that you are in you are in a better you are you are, you are in a how will I be in a higher class in the things of the spirit. Before Jesus came, Holy Ghost power fell. Hallelujah! But after Jesus came, Holy Ghost power flowed. Hallelujah. Glory to God! It flows. It flows. So you now find, and they were filled with the Spirit. In Acts 2, Holy Ghost fell. Then every single time, they were filled. They were filled. They were filled. Because it was power flow. Spirit flow. Spirit flow. He says, I did not come with you with enticing words of men's wisdom, but in the demonstration of what? The Spirit's power. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the what? Power of God. So there's power in your spirit. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Amen. All thing that's present in your spirit is sanctification. You have been sanctified. The capacity to live a holy life is in your spirit. Brother, I say, you can't, you can't stop fornicating. It's a lie, you can't. The power and ability to control yourself is in your spirit. Sister, that power and ability to control yourself is inside you. It's in your inward man, the new man. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. He says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, is a what? Talk to me now. Is a what? Louder. Is a what? Is a new creature. Is a new man. New man. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are what? Become new. Look at Ephesians chapter 4 and 24. He says, Put on the new man. Created after God. Right? Look at it. Ephesians 4.24. I think there's Ephesians 4.24. Then it's Colossians 3, 1 to 2. Alright? It said, and that you put on the new man. Everybody say, put on the new man. Louder. I put on the new man. Where is the new man? Where point the location of the new man. Point inside you. Point it again. The new man is inside you. He says, and that he put on the new man, which after God is what? Created in what? Righteousness and what? There is fake holiness. Would you know what fake holiness is? Fake holiness is trying to make your outward man holy rather than putting on the new man that is already holy. That's fake holiness. Fake holiness of, you know, don't wear trousers, wear long skirt and stuff like that. Now notice something. There is an aspect of holy living that radiates and reflects in your dressing. Remember, the new man is the real you. So, if the new man is the real you, there are certain things your new man will not allow your outer man to do. So, someone says, why will we say holiness is not, I'm sorry, uh, faith in Christ is not by externals. We can say that. But faith in Christ will show in your external behavior. Salvation is not behavior modification, true. But salvation will show in your behavior. There is a sensual way of behaving. Sensual. Lusty. There's a difference between struggling with lust. Then there's a difference between struggling with lust and having lust have dominion. There is how when lust have dominion over somebody. Such that in their outward man, that is what they put out. They manifest lust to a fool. You understand? There are some this lying. They can't say the truth. Praise God. I get like $5,000 from my account. It's $50 they have. So in his mind, he can't say the truth. Lying has taken dominion over the person. He says, put on the new man. Which after God is what? Created in what? Righteousness and what? Truly. So that means your new man is righteous and your true man is what? Holy. Breaking through is the process by which we get to meet the real you. Look at him and say, if you met the real me, louder, if you met the real me, you will love me. Yeah, because you see, the real you displays God's character in fullness. 
God's character. God's character. And the Christian journey, the Christian life, is a journey in that, you know, manifestation of God's true character. Hallelujah. Rounding up now, because of time. So I was telling you, sanctification is inside you. Is that correct? That's holiness, capacity to live a holy life inside you. I said the power of resurrection is inside you. Is that correct? Now look at Romans chapter 8, verse 11. It says, if that same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also what? Vitalize your mortal body. So that means the spirit of resurrection is inside you. It's inside you. So you have eternity and divinity trapped inside you. No wonder the Bible says to him that believes all things are possible. Why are all things possible to him that believe? All things are possible to him that believe because of the enormous power. Jesus. The Bible shows us what is possible to the believer. In that he is telling the believer, hey listen. That same power that raised Jesus from the dead is in you. You want to know what that power can do? Look at Jesus. What is the challenge you are facing in your life? What is the problem? What is the difficulty? Look at Jesus. That same power that raised the dead body of Jesus from the dead that broke him out of prison, hell, broke him out of the grave, hallelujah, caused him to what ascend and is keeping him alive today till today that same power is in you are you paying attention to what i'm telling you so whatever could not hold jesus cannot hold you did you hear what i said do you hear what i said because some of the problem you are is not seen now you say pastor i'm from a poor family nobody has made in my family all those things are small 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 problem it's small problem by the time you begin to as if you begin to pump out the resurrection power that's inside you things will change Many Christians, you are living below your potential. Far below. Ah, I mean, if there is anything that pains me, when I see a Christian, I'm like, ah, ah, God. I look at the person. I see many things in seed form. Amen. Seed form. I'm like, ah, if this person can wake up. Can wake up. Hallelujah. One day. I think one of this, I think it was Esther. She does this data analysis. I think I remember when she started. So she did one training for people. So I think I joined or something. And I wasn't watching. The way she was teaching it. She was teaching it. And she was teaching it. And data analysis. And she was doing, I think it was Power BI. I was looking at it like this. I was looking at it like this. Now, so she had the skill. What me I was saying was what was possible. Hey! Wake up. What is trapped inside you? God has put a gazillion possibilities inside of you. In that the resurrection power of God is inside you. I mean, the possibilities are endless. Endless possibilities. Glory to God. Endless possibilities. Amen. Now listen. So the power of resurrection is inside the inward man. This means that if a man was able to get to a place where all men encountered his true self, then that man would be able to show the true God to the world. Praise God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, 3 verse 16, the Bible says that you are the temple of the living God. So that means your body does not just house your spirit. Your body houses the Holy Ghost. So the believer is God's address on the earth. But when men come in contact with your outer man, they don't see God. For you or for them to see God, you will have to manifest the outer, um, the inward man or God that is on your inside, all right, on the outside. Now, there are two ways the manifestation of God is seen in the outer man. Two ways. In the fruits and in the gifts of the Spirit. What did I call it? In the what? Fruits. In the what? Fruits and the gifts of the Spirit. I will continue on that next week. The principles and the protocols for the manifestation of the fruits, principles and protocols for manifestation of the gifts. Praise God. I said, praise God. Now, let me round up with this because of our time. 
turn your Bible to John 5, 19. And let me do Pastor Wilson, come, Victor, come, Afish, come. Afish, you are from Kogi, have you? Where are you from? Eh? Ogun State. Eh? So, uh, why do I always think you are from Kudu or, or Kenya or something? Oh, yeah, come. Oh, yeah, come now. <laughs> now, everybody, look at this example. No, turn that way now. Uh-uh. Yeah. You should use the word of knowledge now. Praise God. Can I put our hands together for them? Oh, today is first Sunday, so that's why they wore this one. Okay, everybody's wearing traditional. Hallelujah. Now, this is our spirit. This is our soul. Amen. And this is our body. Praise God. Now, Afis, I want you to do something for me. All right, I want you to do this. Look at the this. Come on. Yeah, do not, don't stop. Yeah. Now, see. Now, if you saw Afis on the road doing like this, what would you say? Why he's doing like this, right? Right? Good. Now, continue doing that. Continue that. Now, continue doing what he's doing. <laughs> Come on. Just go to the, uh, 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 good. Now, Pastor Wilson, just do as well. Like, what's, what's wrong with this one? Just do that. Yeah, sad. Now, listen. See, listen. Your spirit man, listen, your spirit man can be in a place of passivity where it's not doing anything, but all we are seeing is what your soul and your body is doing. Are you, are you paying attention? Soul and body. So, for example, anger, uh, um, lust, lying, uh, lasciviousness, uh, offense, hatred, fighting people, owing people, all those things, they are here. Praise the Lord. They are here. Unbelief. They are menacing the power of God. Take it. You, you, you will never take it. You understand? <laughs> He's here. That guy is not doing anything. Now pay attention. For supernatural living. Am I, are you with me? For supernatural living. Life starts here. It must start from this guy. So this guy influences this guy. This guy only manifests eh, what this guy does. So the Bible says in Romans 12, it says, Be not conformed to this world, but be what? Transformed by the what? Of this guy. Not this guy. This guy, the spirit, is already new. Praise God. Now, if it says be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, it means that the part of the agent of renewal is the spirit. Oh, praise God. Let me explain something. Your spirit man is born of the word of God. First Peter 1.23. Being born again. Turn, put, put it there. First Peter 1.23. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God that liveth and abideth forever. Which means that you cannot teach this man the word. This man, the spirit man, already knows it. It is why, because of this man, if I stood in front here of his body and I'm teaching error, he hears it, communicates it to the soul, this guy gets it. This guy, when he hears it, he say no. That's not correct. Because you have an unction from the Holy One. Alright? And you did not that anyone teach you for that anointing. Are you here? So, you have the unction to be able to know what is true and what is false. This guy knows. Praise God. So, for you to walk in the supernatural, this guy has to take a hold of this guy. Glory to God. Influencing him with the power of God. So when it comes to the anointing, he influences this guy. Alright? Praise God. Then put your hand on this guy. Praise God. Alright. So now, the presence of God flows from him to him to him. Now, as that power flows, because of the flesh, the fork of the level of renewal, you will find that there will be resistance at first. Glory to God. Now, Pastor Victor, do something for me. Come just sideways. Yes. Uh-huh. Now, look at this. Put your hand this way. 
Glory to God. This way. Now look at this. You know, if the power of God is in this man, and he's trying to release it, the presence and all of that, because this guy called the soul is out of alignment, though the power is present, will we see it here? Will we see it here? Now, this is one of the problems of many believers. The problem is this. They are not in alignment. They are out of alignment. Their soul has not been renewed sufficiently to allow all of God to pass through. So you now find if the alignment is they are 0% aligned, 20% aligned. So it is 20% that can pass. So you find that instead of having a deluge of God's glory in their lives, instead of them having a super great manifestation of God's presence in their life, they have trickles, trickles, trickles. So they have experiences that are far apart. Oh, something happened. Next time, two years later. Next time, three years later. Instead of every single time that are living a life full of glory it is circumstantial because there is no perfect alignment but when this guy comes back praise god hallelujah you will now find out that we will begin to see him here such that when i meet him i'll say he's such a lovely guy who is full of faith full of power full of the spirit why because all of the glory, the presence of God that is in him, I'm seeing it here. Do you understand? Do you understand? So, what do you do? Daily, give yourself to renewing this guy. Daily, give yourself to ensuring this guy does not do what he likes. You bring him under the control of your spirit. Glory to God. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Alright, I'll end with this. Say this with me. I am hungry. Now you say you should say it. Say I am hungry. Now say I am hungry. Say I am hungry. I am hungry. Say we are fasting. Say I am hungry. Say I am hungry. We keep saying it. We are fasting. Just keep saying. Now notice something. What normally happens when believers is that. If this guy gets louder, he wins. He takes the day. Are you following what I'm saying? All right. So now, what many believe mistakes believe make is that they connect instruments and influences from the world that makes this guy louder and this guy louder and kill the voice of this guy. Glory to God. So you wake up in the morning, first thing you do, you connect to Instagram, connect to Twitter, connect to Facebook, watch a movie on Netflix. And they are pumping all those things that makes this guy in his carnality and this guy in his carnality louder. So it's louder, louder, louder. And drowns the voice of the spirit. Drowns the character. Drowns all these beautiful things that are present in the spirit. In you. But people can't see it. Even you are doubting whether it's present. So when we tell you it's present, you doubt it. The reason is that the voice of this guy and this guy is too loud for him to shine through so what do you do very simple starve this guy of worldly influence praise god praise god what do you do starve okay look at first peter 1 22. what is the time is, is my time up ah my time is up can you please start carrying my stuff thank you very much protocol guys you are ready because i have to start running yeah, first Peter 122. No. Uh, no, start from 21 or 20. Hmm. Praise God. He said, Who very was where I tell him God for the world was manifesting this last time for you. Alright. What is the place that talks about salvation of your souls? Uh, receive the engrafted words while we save your souls. Receive with meekness the invited word of God. Is it James? James 1 what? 20 or 22? Quickly, quickly, turn to James. He says that you should abstain, then receive. Alright? James chapter 1. Let's start from James chapter 1 and 20. I think it's 22. Okay? But rather, 
Eh? 21. All right. He says, for, uh-huh. wherefore, what does he say? Wherefore, what? Lay apart or what? And superfluity of what? So, lay it apart. You know those people that are twerking on Instagram, brother, you're having issues with loss? Starve this guy of that visual. Starve him. Are you paying attention? You are in a relationship where anything, let's do now, let's do now. Starve so that you break it up. Just be serious. Because if you don't, this man will continually be a slave to your body. And you will live all your life with that man that has resurrection power. That man that can raise the dead. That man that can open blind eyes. That man that can open deaf ears. That man to whom all things are possible. You will find that you will never know him. And you will be born again. And you will die and go to heaven. And you will now find out that you are now beginning to know who you really are. In heaven, where there is no chance for exploits. And you live a life of regrets. Praise God. You starve the guy. Then what do you now do? You starve him by doses. Then do you know what you do with this guy? This guy is very active. Okay? A lot of things you've permitted in this body. Very, very active. So what you do is, as you are starving him, you starve him. Because you cannot starve him without starving him. Is that correct? Because the gateway to the soul is through the eyes, through the ears. Are you paying attention? So you have to starve him by starving him. So that means you, ta- you take his eyes off the media to the words. You take the ear off the music. I want to drink alcohol. I don't want to something you so more. You, are, you have an alcohol problem. You are listening to that song. Something. You have carried alcohol. You are drinking. You are, you are having this thing with cigarette and smoking. I just want to be high. You are thinking it. Meditating on it. Uh-uh. You turn your mind away from those things. Are you paying attention? Then you feed on the word. You may even need to take away food. You go on a fast. As you go on, have you noticed that when you are fasting, your body is not active to do rubbish? Have you noticed that thing? Yeah, so you do that. I said, you are feeding on the word of God. You are feeding on the word of God. As you are doing that, this guy is getting stronger. All right? He's going on. So now, now see, you are going to, when I say turn right, everybody turns right. So I'm picking my spirit. Yeah, turn right. You see? This guy now is controlling everybody. There is alignment. Turn left. Sit down. Stand up. The moment you get to a place of proper alignment, your world will get to encounter the God that you carry. And you will now begin to find out that you will be able to manifest and express the real you. Not the fake one. The one who fornicates is fake. That lies is fake. That lives in that is not you. The real you. And you owe the world. You owe Christ who bled and died for you. For the world. To see the real you. So that they don't question that whether his sacrifice was effective or not. My prayer for you is this. The sacrifice of Jesus will be evidential in your life. Men will not look at you and question whether salvation is real or not. They will look at you and say, there is a God in heaven who changes men. Lift up your hands towards heaven and just bless his name. Open your mouth and begin to talk to the Lord. Open your mouth and begin to talk to the Lord. You have just listened to a message by Reverend Dr. Femi Olale of Oikea Christian Center. For other messages, visit our website at www.oikeacc.org. Remain blessed.